Bitcoin continues going down, Ethereum is tanking, and the sky is falling. If your name is Chicken Little, you'll feel right at home. But if you are a forward-thinking citizen of the Republic of Bad Cryptopia, you'll be optimistic as you believe crypto and blockchain are here to stay. And the news reflects this. The New York Stock Exchange's owner wants to bring crypto to your 401k. Google Trends indicates that the worst is over for Bitcoin, and we can now officially welcome the world's first blockchain baby. Is it a girl Satoshi or a boy Satoshi? These questions... (laughs) and maybe a couple of others, will be answered, or not, in this Bad News episode number 166 of the Bad Baby Podcast. Wait, the Bad Crypto Podcast. (laughs) Five, four, three, two, one, two, ignition. Who's bad? baby travis bad so bad bad. Bad, don't shake the baby (laughs) not a good idea Mm -hmm. even though you know you want to whenever they're sitting right behind you on an airplane yeah but don't do that that's you should don't do that it's rude rude to shake random babies don't even don't shake your own i mean Mm -hmm. just don't shake the baby it's serious yeah well i can't believe you're making fun of that uh Oh, so bad. This is the Bad Baby Podcast. It's the Bad Crypto Podcast, the show for the crypto curious, crypto serious. And uh, we're a couple of big babies, the blockchain blockheads. I'm Joel Kahn. He's Travis Wright. And we welcome you to our weekly show that covers the news in the blockchain and crypto space. That is true. This is the episode where we go over all the things. And there's a lot of stuff going on. I mean, over the last week, we thought crypto was on its way up. Here we are again. I mean, on the day that we're recording this, which is Wednesday, crypto, I mean, Bitcoin by itself has gone down about $800, right? It's, mm. it's six sixty three hundred dollars right now. And it was at $8,500 not long ago. And that is just the nature of the crypto beast, isn't it? It is. And we're going to go over some of that today. And there's many reasons to be optimistic. And we're an optimistic show because we're an optimistic pair, aren't we, Travis? We're somewhat optimistic. I think that I, you know what, I have mostly, I'm mostly optimistic. But then again, I also have that sort of stink eye where I kind of look at things and I go, hmm, things could go awry if this or this happens. And so let's try to make that not happen. And so I kind of look at, I'm a, I'm a, big picture thinker i look at kind of all angles but uh, that's kind of how my brain works but i'm mostly optimistic you know who else is a big picture thinker our sponsors at new alchemy they are yeah if you're doing a blockchain company if you're planning an ico then new alchemy can help you they do all kinds of ico services they provide blockchain solutions and they understand today's crypto landscape so we're talking end-to-end ico services like if you need a business strategy if you need to have your smart contracts developed if you need somebody to manage your project design a token market your services these guys have been doing it for more than seven years and they've enabled get this over 2.7 billion dollars worth of tokenization projects so far you can check out the optimists at new alchemy by going to new alchemy Dot io if there was a problem yo they solve it check out new alchemy 
and <laughs> well, revolve it. Revolves it. I don't know. Don't yeah. don't dissolve it. Check don't. out that crypto, and Nuwakami will solve it. I don't know. We'll we'll evolve it. Evolve it. Very nice. Let's do the news. Let's rock. Let's rock this house. Well, if you're watching your block folio, uh, don't. Don't watch the block folio. Don't watch the news. Go turn on something happy, you know, either on your television or your radio or go out for a walk and enjoy the sunshine because right now it's uh, it's kind of in the crapper for the year. Yeah. You know, uh, what they actually need is they need one of those fancy sort of like fake fireplace things that you have. I love my fake fireplace. <laughs> I do. I, when I when I moved to this apartment, I bought a piece of furniture that is, uh, you know, my living room um, AAV center, right? What do you call that for my television? And uh-huh. and uh, but it's got this. You called uh, it an AV center, so that's probably yeah. It's got a digital fireplace built into it, which is basically, you know, just it's push button, turn it on, and you could change the color of the flames. You could change the speed at which they flame. You could change the brightness on them, and it has a space heater. So when winter comes, as it inevitably will, and I don't mean the crypto winter like it is right now, mm-hmm. you could actually get real heat um, from this fake fireplace. But I love it. Yeah, that's good. Also, just talking about awesome, awesome stuff. You know, some of our future episodes are are, are stacking up to be really good. I mean, we have healthcare talking about healthcare on the blockchain on our next episode. Uh, we're talking to be talking about some crypto fund index stuff that's going on. We have Ashley Scorpio in a future interview, like on episode one seventy one. We have uh, Brian Reese, which was an amazing interview By- about Byron. the future. Byron, Byron, Byron. yeah, Byron. Um, and uh, we have Miko Matsumuro, Philip Nunn. We have some great, great interviews and great content coming up. So you guys are going to want to stay tuned, uh, as always, to the background. And, yeah, to get notified, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast wherever it is. So don't just wait for them to, you know, um, pop up and they go, oh, I think I'll listen to that one. If you subscribe, they'll automatically populate in your podcast player. And that's a lot of peas right there. Mm -hmm. And as long as you're subscribing and following, go ahead and share the show with somebody that you think would enjoy hearing the content that we're putting out there as well, especially if they don't Mm -hmm. mind a little silliness and badness. That's That's true. And Facebook and Apple and Spotify and YouTube, they haven't all banned us yet, which is exciting. Well, I don't know why they would. <laughs> we're too we're too live. We're we're we're, we're too we're too hardcore, Mister Jolcom. No, we're just two dudes talking crypto. Two dudes talking crypto. Joel and Travis are just two dudes talking crypto. Oh yeah. That's all we are. We're just two dudes talking crypto, and the market cap as of uh, this recording right now is about two hundred and twenty-five billion and we are seeing a bitcoin dominance of approximately 49 percent in trading but everything is approaching or at the lows for 2018 right now in terms of um the the drop in like the 24 hours i think i mean we've been lower bitcoin got down into the five thousands uh but i don't think ethereum's been as low as it is right now Mm, it, it actually ethereum is sitting at what 300 and something dollars right now mm-hmm. 363 oh, yeah. 363 
Dang. Yeah, it actually has been. I mean, what was the price of whenever we started? Whenever we started doing bad crypto, it was like was it, it was hundred like yet? Eight, no, it was like eighty. 80? Uh, Ripples at about thirty four cents. Bcash five ninety. EOS five and a half. Stellar twenty cents. But remember, Stellar when, twenty cents. Oh my god, that is such. Whew, that yeah, is such a when we started, Stellar was you know two cents. So right. you're yeah. at a ten x right now in Stellar. So Litecoin sixty three. Neo sitting at twenty two and a half. And Neo uh, is at twenty two and a half dollars. That is crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Got up to one hundred and eighty dollars. I mean, that's it's wild. So you know, one side of me looks at this and goes, "Oh my god, this is crazy! All of these have tanked." The other side of me goes, "Oh my god, what great deals on some of these cryptos!" Oof. If you are a financial advisor, you might be advising people. Uh, But, you know, here's what's interesting. BraveNewCoin.com says the price is going south on a slew of positive news. And this is, you know, what's to pay attention is Mm. that there's so much positive news that's happening, especially because institutional interest is going up. I don't know what it would take to turn the tide You know, people talk about a blue tide and a red tide. I don't know about the colors of the tide, but the crypto tide continues to push forward, even though the prices are fluctuating wildly. Mm -hmm. Well, we've had a lot of people on the show and they do believe that there is some sort of concerted effort. It is really a truly a conspiracy theory because it's not been proven yet. But I mean, there's some there's some big money people that looks like that they just sort of, you know, if you watch the price of Bitcoin and some of these big cryptos, and then you just sort of watch the trades that come in, you can just see these big walls pop up and disappear and big wall pop up. Uh, and they just sort of, it's almost like they either can walk the price down or they can walk the price up. And with this being an, uh, a non-regulated industry right now, it seems like it's easier for them to do, even though like in, in major markets, like the stock market and this other stuff, that's illegal. You're not supposed to be able to do that. Pump and dumps are illegal. People still do them right now because we're in a widely, you know, unregulated industry. And, you know, it's crazy to watch. I mean, I know I'll sit there and I'll watch, you know, Coinbase. Hold on. What's the uh, what's the Coinbase um, uh, exchange that they have? I forgot. It slipped my mind. Uh, uh, GDAX. GDAX. Yeah, yeah. GDAX. And I'll just sit there and watch that. And you can just literally watch walls be put up and walls disappear as they march the price down. So I don't know. It seems to me that there's some sort of robotic AI sort of automation trading of bots with big whales are doing stuff. And then it looks like they lower the price and then people freak out and they want to sell and they'll come in and buy lower priced Bitcoin. So that's why I hodl and hodl and all of that uh, most of the time when it comes to that. Plus, because I mean, we've had conversations about the tax, you know, all the taxes and stuff. So good stuff. There, good t- there's thing to um, uh, you know, there's a story that came out yesterday about Bitcoin falling short of breaking 7,000 and altcoins seeing losses. And, and now we're recording the losses are greater. But there's a link in here, which I think is fascinating. It's coin360.io. And basically what that does is it pulls up a, a graphic that is a chart um, showing the the price of the coins but it's done kind of like um what's the mapping fashion you call this it shows this how do you i don't know how to explain this can you can you pull it up well i pulled it up i don't know exactly the the visualization but basically just shows you by volume and how much um 
you know, how much of the uh, of the dominance of that particular crypto, it sort of shows you that in bigger squares or bigger rectangles. Right. Well, that's what the, that's what it is. It's it's uh, the volume is what shows it correlates to the, I'm not talking right today. Uh, this has been the bad news episode of the bad crypto podcast. Stay bad. <laughs> <laughs> Right. But if you look at this, like Bitcoin's down 10%, Bitcoin Cash down 15%, ETH down 9.5%, XRP down 15%, Lumen's down 16%, EOS down 18%. Like, this is a crazy day. And what blows me away is earlier this week, like, didn't didn't we hear that great news that backed in the Starbucks thing? Like crypto is going to be able to be able to buy Starbucks like all over the world. And, and yet somehow the market still tanks. That's cray cray. Yeah, let's go ahead and actually talk about that because there's been some clarifications on the whole Starbucks thing. So the story did break a little earlier in the week on CNBC and like most mainstream media, you have to question the headlines. In fact, question the headlines everywhere. Don't assume just because it says something that it's accurate. The headline on CNBC.com says, new Starbucks partnership with Microsoft allows customers to pay for Frappuccinos with Bitcoin. Um, and, and the story starts, Starbucks is jumping on the cryptocurrency bandwagon. So that makes it sound like you could start paying for you know, your, your coffee with crypto right now. Yeah, I like how they say they're they're jumping on the crypto bandwagon, and and then apparently there's been some news that that came out that said, oh wait, not not so quick. Coffee for Bitcoin, we're not necessarily going to do that so quickly, or we we are collaborating to build an open platform that helps unlock the transformative potential of the digital assets. Um, but uh, they're what they're maybe not quite ready to do launch this yet. Yeah, there's a story on Yahoo Finance, and this is you know right from the horse's mouth because Starbucks is actually saying this. Contrary to reports in mainstream media, Starbucks has clarified that it will not be accepting direct Bitcoin payments at coffee retail outlets. They are part of this venture called Backed B A K K T, that is a regulated Wall Street platform designed to bring bring crypto into the mainstream. It's a it's a venture between Microsoft and ICE. No, not that ICE, the Intercontinental Exchange. Vanilla ICE. ICE. Not that ICE either. Oh, not that ICE. Yeah, okay. not, not that ICE either. Uh, ICE Cube. So they Straight out of crypto. <laughs> no, never mind. My bad. And not the ICE that's coming to deport you if you're illegal. Okay. Okay. And not the ice that's in my cup that I chew that I make you irate when we're recording. No, I don't get irate. I do get mildly annoyed. <laughs> I think and go ahead and choose some ice and, and you guys can decide for yourself. Is it annoying? Oh, I have an ice cube right here. Travis is chewing ice while we're doing a show. So a spokesperson told Motherboard Magazine, it's important to clarify that we are not accepting digital assets at Starbucks. Rather, the exchange will convert digital assets like Bitcoin into U.S. dollars, which can be used as at Starbucks. So, mm-hmm. you know, don't believe... It's kind of the same difference. I mean, it's almost like they're using the... Um, uh, hold on a second here. The let backed me, me, platform. Yeah, like the ShapeShift app, mm-hmm. right? It's sort of like ShapeShift kind of, but it's like, all right, I'm going to pay with crypto. It immediately is going to turn it into dollars, and then Starbucks gets dollars. Starbucks isn't going to start 
actually accepting and growing a huge Bitcoin stash. That's not what they're trying to do. They want the dollars. They don't necessarily want the Bitcoin. So the backed platform will actually convert crypto into dollars. That way they can use those at Starbucks. So it's like they're using it. And these are the kinds of things that are going to help with mass adoption, right? Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. No, this is definitely the type of thing. And here, you know, this is another thing that's going to, to help with mass adoption. The owner of the New York Stock Exchange wants to bring Bitcoin to your 401k. This is in Fortune dot com and this is about backed right this is what this app is all about uh in the intercontinental exchange ice owns the new york stock exchange and so you know by partnering with with microsoft and in a number of others um they hope to make crypto easy enough to use and they want it so that bitcoin will replace using your credit card uh, this is we've been talking mm. about this now you know for the duration of you know the time we've broadcast that making crypto as easy to use uh is the key you know just like we take out our credit card we don't know how the stripe or the little chippy works we just know that it works and the crypto needs to mm-hmm. just work and this is a step towards that again no signs of it slowing Right. And Kelly Leffler, who is the ICE's head of digital assets, is going to serve as the CEO of BACT. And they've basically said that we're working to build this open platform that will help unlock the transformative potential of digital assets across global markets and e-commerce. And they've actually been working on this with its partners, building this uh, in with, with strict secrecy for the last 14 months. They've been working on this. And I guess they just figured out what they wanted to call it about two weeks ago, and they're calling it BACT. Uh, B-A-K-K-T, which is a play on backed, B-A-C-K-E-D, as in asset-backed securities. And that's essentially what this is. And, you know, if this actually works, there will be all kinds of Bitcoin flowing all over. And I would assume, although we have not received information on this, that, you know, if backed is doing this, most likely they will eventually start taking other cryptos. So not just Bitcoin. However, they're not stating that yet, but it would just make sense because a lot of people have Ethereum. A lot of people have some of these other crypto coins, some of those top tier ones. Those will be sort of the same thing, not just Bitcoin. So that's what I would assume anyway. And uh, they're also talking about being able to allow people to add crypto to their 401ks, Mm -hmm. which is great. It would be a great move. One of the reasons that Bitcoin has taken this pummeling along with the rest of the markets is that the United States Security and Exchange Commission was supposed to issue a document, a ruling on an ETF, an exchange traded fund on Friday, which is August the 10th. But they have issued a statement saying that they are now delaying in postponing their decision on the listing of trading as such until September 30th. So, you know, the market is reacting emotionally as markets doing like, oh, no, they're delaying the ETF. Mm-hmm. So sell, sell. OK, you know what? I know what everybody knows it. Believe me, crypto goes up, crypto goes down. Yeah. And and it is largely emotionally driven. And if you'll remember, there is maybe it's, it's, it's emotionally driven, but then also some like there's potentially sort of bot driven where there's I mean, we talked about that. I mean, there's it seems to me that like the price, it's like it's almost like they can just flip a switch whenever they want the price to go up or whenever they want the price to go down. They these big whales have the ability with these 
uh, you know, these automated uh, trading platforms to be able to place big walls. So I don't know that it's necessarily all emotional. I think that it's it's somewhat there's some sort of something something going on behind the scenes that we don't even know. Well, yet, be, because seems to we me. don't know, I'm going to file that firmly under speculation. Uh, because okay, Travis Wright, conspiracy, conspiracy theorist, theorist. theory, crypto spiracy theorist, crypto yeah. <laughs> spiracy. That's good. You should trademark that mm-hmm. before the show goes out. Crypto. And I just bought. The, I just bought the domain, and now I already have a thousand followers on Twitter. Wow, just like that, uh, Russian bots, no <laughs> doubt. <laughs> so the you know we're gonna wait and see when is the SEC gonna come out with some regulation? When are they gonna rule? I don't know. But in the meantime, crypto moves forward, and Coinbase, uh, one of the most popular, if not the most popular, exchange in the United States at least, has some news. They have announced a custody plan for 40 digital assets, which includes Ripple, among a number of others. Yeah. Now, this is interesting. I don't know if you guys remember what happened whenever they added Bitcoin Cash, but they added Bitcoin Cash and then boom, Bcash. The price just took off, right? And people knew ahead of time. And then then they were like, oh, well, we just can't arbitrarily add coins without letting people know because then you know people are going to freak out and then people within coinbase or that they have if they have insider knowledge they could have bought bitcoin cash and super bcash super cheap and then it, as it took off to like thirty five hundred dollars whatever it did that time and uh, and so now they're starting to say look right now we act as a custodian for four types of cryptos uh, we have bitcoin bcash ethereum and litecoin and they charge X amount. Hey, all you need is $10 million to become uh, a customer of the custodian service. Oh, that's, that's so it. great. But then what's happening? Is, whoa, 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 whoa. So is that what the crypto companies have to pay to be uh, set up on cu- Coinbase? Customers of the custodian service must store at least $10 million. Ah. Oh, wow, wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, if you look at these lists of, of cryptos that they're trying, to, they're trying to add, like Monero, Dash, Tezos, Telegram, NIM, VeChain, Steam, on Ontology, Icon, BitShares, Decred, Bitcoin Gold for some reason, Bitcoin, Badcoin, Quantum. Oh wait, Badcoin, Dogecoin, <laughs> Siacoin, Shitcoin, uh, WanChain, like Nano. They're actually adding. They're looking at adding quite a few. Tattoo two, which Definity, like some of these I've never even now, heard of. To that be they're looking clear, into. when you say adding to the custodian service, doesn't mean they're adding them to the exchange, mm-hmm. right? Okay, so custodian service meaning you can store your stuff there, but you can't buy it. Uh, 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 that's apparently that's what a custodian service is, but the article doesn't say they're planning on adding those cryptos are just looking into adding. so i just want to be clear here that we're not saying they're adding anything we don't know mm-hmm. that uh we just know that they're adding this custodian service and well, what we do know is that they disclosed on friday that traders will be able to buy and sell ethereum classic beginning on tuesday so they moved they announced that back in june that they would add it and which is currently the 14th biggest one and so that is something that is going to happen so on next Tuesday or this Tuesday, I guess this Tuesday, did it get added already? Because Tuesday has passed. I do not know, but you can go check that. And this is there's a lot of info on the Coinbase blog. This is all in the show notes, by the way. All the links to the stories that we're talking about are at badco.in forward slash 166. And uh, sometimes our you know exploration takes us down some other rabbit holes. So if you're on the Coinbase blog, you might also find on Medium an article called 
how to fall asleep in 120 seconds. And I'm just going to bookmark that for later because um, that's good news. That's not bad news. How to fall asleep in 120 seconds. I see that same article yeah, right there. there. You, you know what? I'm really good at being able to fall asleep because I am I I delay going to bed until like I'm really tired. So by the time that I set my phone down and close my eyes, I bet I'm asleep. I'm definitely asleep within three, four minutes and snoring loudly yes, you are. Uh, within five Which minutes. Which is when, why <laughs> when we travel somewhere together, I insist on separate rooms. Um <laughs> Yeah. One more Coinbase story here. They're boosting their crypto buying limit to $25,000 a day. So, you know, um, if you're trying to spend more than that on buying your cryptos and you haven't been able to, that's good news for Coinbase users. Yeah, because we're all such ballers that we just want to drop 25 G's a day on crypto. I mean, just, you know, it's no big thing, right? We're just G's up in here with you know, all these. G's. But think about this. Uh, at the beginning of the year, crypto, you know, Bitcoin hit $20,000 and people would be like, oh, man, I wish I would have bought it 18. I wish I would have bought it 15. I wish I would have bought it 10. I wish I would have bought, you know, at eight. Uh, well, guess what? It's 6,500 right now. Uh, and you can buy if you want to, I'm not saying it's going to go lower. I'm not going to say it's going to go up, but it's amazing. You know, when we have the power of hindsight and time that our perspective can change. And if Bitcoin does indeed break through all time highs again over the, you know, either by the end of the year or by in the next year, regulation comes, um, you know, the happening is going to happen in 2020. We believe not being financial advisors, that Bitcoin is going to go up for the long term. Then we're going to look at this 6,500 and go, oh, my gosh, I could have backed the truck up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You could have, should have, would have. And I mean, I look at that's why I, when I'm when I'm so serious when I look at some of these things and I'm, I'm looking at my I'm looking at my block folio right now and through the tiers, I I look and I see, oh, wow, look, Stellar Lumens. 19.9 cents eos five dollars like wow dragon chain 18 cents like neo 22 we talked about this earlier on ship chain two and a half cents zcash 162 dollars wow it's just you know some of these uh some of these coins that are just that we've loved and we've appreciated and you know, monero 96 dollars like Wow, some of these are not shit coins, and those prices are pretty low. The, these prices, we are actually lower. We have a lower market cap right now than we did on Thanksgiving Day of last year. So all those gains that have happened from November to August are completely wiped out. We are we are below that number right now. How low can we go? Well, we go. You, some zero. technical and some some technical analysis people are saying, well, Bitcoin if it wants to hit that the true triple bottom because this last triple bottom was a fake triple bottom apparently because it didn't go down dippy enough or whatever uh 3000 could be the low number for mm. bitcoin which is crazy How low can we go uh i don't you know i'm in it for the long term Two, zero. this story on bitcoin is says google trends indicate worst is over for bitcoin so this this guy uh, uh what is his name here clem chambers clem clem says that he's gathered some interesting stats from Google Trends, he says that searches for Bitcoin compared to Trump or Taylor Swift are significantly higher. And usually when there's an interest in some sort of investment, 
then um, you know the price can follow. If Bitcoin price goes up, so do search volume. So uh, his quote is, this suggests to me that stocks are driven by fear and crypto by greed. A tantalizing idea in its own right. <laughs> this idea is tantalizing. Well, when I go to Google Trends, when I go to Google Trends, I've not noticed a big bump recently. So, I mean, if you type in, like they had, this guy did, he typed in Bitcoin compared to Trump compared to Taylor Swift. I mean, you know, Trump obviously way higher because everybody's hating on him. Uh, but right now, I didn't. I don't even see a blip right now of Bitcoin. Is it a little tiny little blip, a baby blip? Uh, I just I mean, know he's he's checking. He doesn't mean that it's going to go up. He's he's got an algorithm he uses, and he says uh, it's a drag as far as I'm concerned, as I'm still hoping for a buying opportunity below five thousand. So that's an optimistic way of looking at the bear market. You know, markets swing. It's bear, then it's bull, then it's bear, then it's bull. And if you're in a bear market, it's just a matter of time, in my estimation, in my personal opinion, that the bull will eventually be released in the China shop again, and lots of dishes will break. Mm. Yeah, if I'm looking at even at the last 30 days, I mean, there was looks like there was decent news on the 24th of July, but like right now, it's like really nothing. And so I think that there's so much hysteria going on with other topics that Bitcoin's kind of ignored right now, right? Crypto's not really talked about on mainstream media all that often in their minds. In a lot of in a lot of ways, I think they think that it was like crypto was a big scam or something and it's over the bubble is over and there's no need to talk about it but i guarantee you once crypto gets over 10 grand again and gets near 20 grand you're going to hear it on the news all the time and uh yeah that's just kind of the way the news goes but right now i don't see any trends that show if i'm looking at google trends right now I, i'm not seeing a bump but he, he must have a special Al Gore internet rhythm thing. That well, we and the see. FOMO will kick in again. And I guess Jamie Dimon's got some FOMO too, because of course the uh, the the CEO of J.P. Morgan Chase, who has said many a negative thing about Bitcoin, says that J.P. Morgan will use blockchain quote for a whole a lot of things. And he he also said I probably shouldn't say any more about cryptocurrency. Um, because <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. By the way, I, I want to tell a little side story here. Um, I, I got a ding on my credit report from chase. I've got, I've had several chase cards and it turns out I opened one up, um, I guess earlier this year. And after I got, you know, my miles from it, I closed the account. Well, I guess I selected, um, email notifications only for payments. And when I closed it, I thought I had paid off the card. It was about a thousand dollars on there. I pay my credit has been just absolutely stellar, not to be confused with lumens. Um, I, you know, I always pay in full every month, whenever I charge, I don't carry over balances. I don't pay any interest. So that, and I am a chase bank customer as well. Um, although coin and you fly United quite a yeah, bit. Well, that, that's which the reason is the chase miles. That's card, the reason right. that I use the chase cards. So I'm a, mm -hmm. I'm a great customer. Mm -hmm. And apparently they said that they emailed me that my statements were, you know, there each month. And I, I, th first of all, I don't remember seeing the emails, but if I had, I thought I had everything set on auto pay. Well, come to find out, I get a notification from credit karma that I've got, um, dings and I go and look and my credit score has dropped from the eight hundreds, which is 
stellar into the mid 600s, which is fair. I'm like, what? And it turns out I was reported 30, 60 days late, two dings in years and years. So I called Chase and they're like, well, we tried to reach out to you. I'm like, I don't look, I always pay my bills. I did not see a statement. I did not see a notification. And I got escalated to the highest level of their credit department. And they're like, well, we show here we contacted you. So we, we by law, we have to report it. Um, that may or may not be true. I don't know about the law. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I know as a, as a good customer that like, OK, we understand. Yes, we look at your history here and you paid it in full. Um, and right. so we're going to see if we can, was it a big balance or was it just like it was, a little it was balance a thousand dollars? Oh yeah. It's not even no, that much. It wasn't even that much. I just, as soon as I found out I paid it and, and by the way, just paying it brought my score back up 70 points or so. Uh, but I spent probably 90 minutes on the phone with them saying, you know, look, I, I've been a customer, you know, for years, I always pay on time. Does it make sense that I would ignore a payment? And they're like, yeah, you're like, I'm freaking Joel Com. Google well, me. whatever. I mean, I didn't, did I didn't say that. Say that no. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I sometimes say that I'm Joel Com. Google they me. insisted there was nothing they can do. So uh, Chase, uh, I'm walking into my local branch next week and I am closing my checking account with uh, with the bank and getting a cashier's check. And I'm going to take it to a, a local bank or credit union that will be happy to have my money and that will be crypto friendly. I've been meaning to do this anyway because Chase and and some of the other big banks are not the most crypto friendly. In fact, my Chase account got uh, disconnected from my Coinbase account for some reason where I was, you know, withdrawing mm-hmm. funds. So I'm I'm done, Chase. Thank you very much. It's been fun and I don't trust you. And that that's it. Yeah. There you go. Don't trust you. Yeah, you've lost you've lost the love of Mr. Joel Com forever. Mr. Joel Com does not come back. Um, you know what? I I can't say I, I blame you. I think that that's a, a ridiculous scenario. And you know what? That just goes to show you how the current banking system is really stacked. And that's the bad thing is that you make a couple. You have a a, a couple missteps, even if it was you know accidental or whatever it is. Your credit can drop 100, 150 points like that. No, That's crazy. There's no human element in it, right? You should be able. Then all your interest rates rise across all your cards because they go, oh, we just looked at your credit. And now your credit's bad. And so instead of paying 2%, now you're going to have 24%. And it's just another way. Like, I, I do think that the credit system, the way that it's set up today, is a little bit archaic and it really punishes people who are maybe sort of middle class or lower middle class and hopefully blockchain there can be some sort of blockchain credit solution that that makes that better because i mean seriously one little ding and then another thing is like oh i got a couple of cards lately and then i ran they ran my credit and so since they i had two people ran my credit well that's two hard inquiries into my credit so my credit actually went down because i checked to see if i could increase my credit <laughs> like wow that's it's just such a screwy system because they want you to have lower credit but they want you to be approved that way you pay higher interest rates and so the best way is like mr joel Kahn mentioned is to pay off all of your credit card debt at the end of each and every month if you can't afford to do that although we are not financial advisors that is a really good way to manage your credit and using credit at all is always going to ding you and uh, so my advice to my kids was always you know get a credit card for convenience but pay it off 
every month. Don't charge it if you can't afford. Don't finance it if you know mm-hmm. if you don't absolutely have to. So, uh, all right. Yeah. Well, one thing I love about it, I think I love it. Only reason that I, because you know what, I actually went to um, last year. I had one credit card, and I went to. Um, uh, now I have a couple of them, but I went to to California. I literally forgot my card at home. I had used it for something, and I didn't put it back in my wallet and went on a trip, and there was not a whole lot in my cash. I normally don't keep a whole lot in my cash account, and so I was like, oh, damn. Like Here I am on a trip, and like I don't have my credit card, and I don't have any place that can take crypto, and it was just such it was just such a cluster to be without that. So in a lot of ways that were tied. Now that I had to make sure that I, that was never going to happen again, and so I ended up getting the Chase mileage card. And now since then, I, everything that I do, I put on that one card. It gives me miles. I'm actually going on a trip to uh, Ukraine and, and Moscow, and that whole trip basically I spent like. I think my total was 60,000 miles and less than $100 to do that. If I wanted to buy it regularly, it was going to cost me about $3,800 for that flight. So Mm. it's just crazy. So those points do add up and help out for sure. All right, let's move on here and talk about the lead story, which we have for the show, which is that the uh, an Irish medical aid project has put a baby on the blockchain in Tanzania for the first time ever. Uh, Tech and Dutch Farm Access recently collaborated together to form a blockchain project that would help them fairly distribute charitable donations. This medical aid project aimed to help vulnerable women with their medical information to make their health care as easy and accurate as possible. And according to a report on July 25th, a baby was added to the ledger, which was a first for the blockchain. Aw, it's a baby on the blockchain. Oh, and so what was what does it say what the baby's name was? Is this anonymous Satoshi, baby? I don't know. It's like bit bit baby. Blockchain baby. <laughs> Blockchain baby. Nice. As soon as it will be a crypto toddler. Uh yeah, I suppose so. Baby. I suppose so. This is it's baby. it's interesting. The um the farm access has partnered with them and now they have the ability to get charitable nations to pregnant women in Tanzania or is it Tanzania? I don't know. And to use Tanzania blockchain to ensure they get necessary care. And the way it works is every pregnant woman's provided with a digital ID. So anybody accessing the platform, that's racist. That's that's racist to give people digital IDs. (laughs) Uh, They can see by accessing the platform that they need pregnancy, you know, vitamins. It records the women's progress on the blockchain. It logs every medical record from the first doctor appointment to the day the baby is born dude that is great like literally it's going in it's checking it out and saying ah you're a little you're a little deficient in iron you need some iron this is like that's great i mean look, look here's another way that blockchain is impacting the world logging those medical records and keeping track of in that whole baby's life i would assume its medical records are going to be tracked to the blockchain that is a whole new world, folks. Mm-hmm. That's you guys wild. can check that out in the show notes. There's a story on Engadget that kind of goes into it a little bit more. How about some uh, more positive news uh, from the crypto world? This one on Cointelegraph. Bitmain has hit a $15 billion valuation with recent backing from Uber's largest shareholder, which is uh, SoftBank, I believe, right? Hmm. So Bitmain is is looks like they're doing an, an initial public offering. They're going to do an IPO, huh? 
And, you know, Bitmain, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but you guys probably do. You've listened to the show. But Bit- Bitmain is reportedly held 70 to 80% of the global market for Bitcoin mining hardware. So Bitmain creates a lot of those. And they posted somewhere between 3 and $4 billion in operating profits in 2017, which is larger than uh, NVIDIA, which makes those graphic process uh, gra- pro- uh, GPUs. And, um, and so, yeah, they made a billion dollars in the first quarter of this year. And it's so crazy. Like, why do you need to close a 300 to $400 million series round when you're making a billion dollars a well, quarter? It could like, be this reason like, right here. This story here says that they're going to build a $500 million blockchain data center and mining facility in Texas as mm-hmm. part of their U.S. Mm-hmm. market expansion. So, you know, Bit might, Bitbane might be valued at, at $15 billion, but they are putting money towards growth here in the United States. Yeah. And you know what? I don't know if you guys remember if you've listened to the John McAfee art, uh, interview that we had, uh, badco.in forward slash 100. If you haven't listened to that yet, that's probably one of our most interesting interviews that we've done to date. And he talks about the CEO of Bitmain. Uh, well, Jihan Wu, and talks about how this guy's mind, he's one of the most brilliant people that he's met, but he's, but there's, I don't necessarily know if I want to ruin it for you if you haven't heard it, but he was talking about how Jihan Wu's plan is to sort of do some AI, artificial intelligence kind of stuff that kind of creeps uh, McAfee out. And uh, you want to listen to that because that was, it's right near the end of that interview. And you could hear how somber his tone got when we got to that topic. Yeah. So, Interesting stuff with Bitmain and uh, should definitely want to keep an eye on You know, on it was just uh, a few years ago that criminals were behind approximately 90% of all Bitcoin transactions if we go back five years. But the number of, um, uh, of people using Bitcoin now that are criminals has declined to about 10%. And this is according to a Drug Enforcement Administration special agent. Mm. So, you know, whenever we hear people say, oh, that, that Bitcoin, that's, that's what the criminals use there for their, their dark web and money laundering and, and drug trafficking. Well, uh, you know, I don't know what the actual numbers are on fiat um, use, you know, in the criminal world, but I'm guessing that it's probably close to about the same amount. Mm. Well, I, we did, we had the flipping 90% were criminals. Now only 10% are, which means 90% now are not criminals. The flipping happened. Roger Ver, the flopping ninety percent are speculators, or you know those that are using yeah, we're it. speculators out there now. It's evolving. This space has evolved over the last five years for sure. And I mean, only only you know five years ago there was no there was no bad crypto. There was no Joel and Travis in the crypto space. I mean, that only happened a yeah, year where ago. Where were those guys? What were those guys doing before all this? I don't, I don't even know. Doing more. I think five years ago, I was still at Semantic doing uh, security crypto, doing security digital marketing stuff. <laughs> well, you know what time it is, and I don't, I don't mean the, uh, you know, the clock on the wall because that's that's not what I'm talking about at all. It's time to announce a winner for dun, the World dun, Crypto dun, 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 dun. And the winner being chosen right now for World Crypticon is Kenton Norse. 
Kenton, you will receive two tickets to World Crypticon that's taking place in Las Vegas at the Aria Hotel, October 31st through November 2nd. Mr. Travis Wright and myself will be emceeing the event and the uh, token tank where we will be um, hosting ICOs that are competing for a special award, which will not be a leg lamp. It'll be probably a little better than a leg lamp and we'll be choosing a uh, <laughs> leg lamps are great it's a major, major award, award. Uh, for your tickets at worldcryptocon.co forward slash bad okay that's where you can get your tickets but if you want to register to win tickets which we recommend that you do subscribe to our newsletter really easy to do go to badco.in forward slash wcc that stands for world crypticon and put your name email address in there we'll just mail you once a week we don't spam we don't send out commercial messages it's just here's what's happening in the republic of bad cryptopia this week and we'll be glad to have you we would be so glad to have you. Uh, this is shaping up to be a pretty amazing event. So if you have not gotten your tickets yet, they are the cheapest they will be right now. Uh, I think you can go to worldcryptocon.co forward slash bad and actually even get a $100 discount off. So jump on it. We're going to have fun. This is going to be a good event. It's over Halloween in Vegas. What kind of crazy freaks are going to be out there in Vegas on, you know, d- dressing all scantily and hilariously? What are you, you going to dress up as? Um, you know what you're going to? You know, I haven't decided, but I was thinking about maybe doing oh, Austin Powers. Funny. Yeah, baby. Uh, I am leaning towards Willy Wonka. I have the outfit now, including the hat. And uh, come with me and you can be in a world of pure crypto imagination. What would be funny is if you were the condescending no, Wonka. No, I don't like that. I, That'd be the, uh-uh. like the meme. I, I, like, I like pure <laughs> Willy Wonka with just a tinge of... Uh, Sarcasm yes. and, and me. Good day, sir. Good day. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We appreciate you. You are family to us. We are family. Uh, uh, I got Travis right and me. Uh, uh. Yep, yep. Stay bad. Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of bitcoins and and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.